Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thank you for joining us. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky. You want to be a part of the conversation? We'd love to chat with you on the Ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. Again, 601 879 4395. That's the number. It's simple. We'd love for you to save that number in your phone if you haven't already. It's time to unlimit your data with $45 unlimited only from prepaid by Ceasefire. Get unlimited on Ceasefire's nationwide 5G network for just $45 with auto pay. No credit checks, no hidden fees. Just learn more. Go online to ceasefire.com slash prepaid. Great to be with you. Feels like the news cycle has slowed down a little bit, but there is not an absence of news. As best I can tell, nobody got fired today, and nobody was officially hired today. You did have Brian Kelly with his opening introductory press conference in Baton Rouge. You have more smoke, if you will, that is suggesting that former Mississippi State head coach Joe Moorhead, currently the offensive coordinator at Oregon, is going to return to Akron after Oregon plays in the Pac-12 championship game. And we're still kind of waiting. We're waiting on Oklahoma. We are waiting for official words from other places as well, so we will see. But plenty, plenty, plenty to get with you, uh, get to you, or get to with you this afternoon. I think that's what I was trying to say. Hi, guys. Two things about Oklahoma. I know we got to talk about the Connerly and stuff, whatever. Matt Corral won, as expected. But... Um, did you see the two one thing about Oklahoma Borky? The two separate controversies coming out of Norman right now. There's two of them. First one, a little bit more goofy than the other one, which is more serious. And honestly, they should get punished for it. The first one was uh, Brent Venables is very clearly a candidate of theirs. Where he is on the list, we don't know. But Clemson defensive coordinator Brent Venables is very clearly a candidate for the Oklahoma job, or at least was. There was a picture of him on a recruiting visit with Dabo Sweeney, another Clemson coach, at a high school. They are doing their recruiting visit. He's got a watch on his hand. The picture was tweeted out in the morning, but somebody zoomed in really closely on Brent Venables' watch that read 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And people in Norman thought that that was a smokescreen for him interviewing for the Oklahoma job, and they were putting that out there later, like the picture was taken the day before, to cover up the fact that he was in Norman interviewing for the job. That got all the way to the point where they had to address it, and simply said, 
his watch is just incorrectly set. That picture was, in fact, taken this morning. Second, so this was not a digital watch. This was not an Apple watch. It no, was, it was a regular watch. A, like if, a watch that you have to wind, and maybe you forgot to wind it, and it, the, the time was stuck on a time that it wasn't actually. Uh, considering okay. his salary, probably a very expensive watch as well. I don't know watches, but it looks nice. Uh, and so the high school coach had to address that publicly <laughs> because people okay. were accusing him of participating in a smokescreen. The second thing, the more serious thing, at least one staff member at Oklahoma, currently still receiving paychecks and employed by Oklahoma, is recruiting for both Oklahoma and USC. That's a little more serious. That... I know college football is shady. That's really shady. I mean, there's pictures of this guy with Bob Stoops on a recruiting visit, and a guy that just committed to Southern Cal referenced him specifically as the coach that drove him there. Not good. Yeah. That That's against the rules there to be doing that. So I don't know if anything that exciting all the way happened, but I remember Mullen's first year at State with Frank Wilson on staff, and when Kiffin and Orgeron came in to, to Tennessee, or is that is that what it was? I'm trying to remember, but yeah, it was Tennessee. He, he went up there and, and got a job. I, I can't remember exactly how it went now that I think about it, but I remember Mullen kicking him out of a meeting and telling him, you don't coach here anymore, because he was already doing work for Tennessee while on staff at State. Okay. Yeah, it feels like if you're making the move, you gotta you gotta stop. You yeah. gotta stop recruiting for the the current school. That 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 feels right. That Borky, when you said we found out something strange about Oklahoma, I was that's not even funny. Never mind. It was funny in my head, but it wasn't going to be funny. I was going to re- you know make some reference to like the Oklahoma song about the waving wheat not actually smelling sweet or something like that. It just wasn't all that funny. No, it's all right. Every time I hear Oklahoma, and both, I think, both the this Oklahoma... Guy with the Broadway jokes. I mean, it's all the time. Yeah, no, I think both Oklahoma and Oklahoma State's bands play the song Oklahoma from the musical Oklahoma. But never. Jeez. Just stop, Richard. Let's, let's just reboot here. Yeah. Lincoln Riley, Broadway, huh? Broadway humor would go nowhere. Uh, speaking of going nowhere... Uh, The college football playoff expansion committee met today and released a word salad. You would think they would have gotten this figured out considering the Pac-12 and the ACC are guaranteed to be left out of the playoff this year, but yet, here they are. Still doing it. I read this right before the show came on, and I had a a thought on it. And I thought, man, that's an awfully negative way to start the show, but hey, we'll, we'll deal with negative. If in 2024... The ACC and the Pac-12, and frankly, possibly the Big 12, but the Big 12 isn't part of the, the group of uh, the alliance of very, very, very good friends. That, that's that's the, the Pac-12 and the Big 10 and the ACC. If in 2024 the ACC and the Pac-12 find themselves in the exact same position that they are in this year, where they do not have a representative, in the college football playoff, they will have no one. I mean no one to blame but themselves. But because of hurt feelings and 
a sourpuss attitude and a, well, they did this to us and we're mad about it, so we're going to do this to them, it's altogether possible that we could be sitting here two years from now and have the exact same situation that we're going to have this year where the ACC and the Pac-12 do not have a representative in the playoff. Or it could be the Big 12. Or it could be the Big 10. It seems really unlikely, based on the history of the college football playoff, that the SEC will ever be in a spot where they don't have at least one team in the college football playoff. I suppose it's possible. It seems highly unlikely. So not really an SEC issue. Here was the statement today from Bill Hancock. The college football playoff management committee met today to discuss expanding the playoff. We continue to make progress, but a variety of issues remain. The commissioners will meet again. Good. Had a meeting to schedule another meeting to see if the remaining items can be settled. The possibility of expansion is complicated and has multiple issues associated with it. Given the importance of the matter and our desire to achieve as much consensus as possible, we will continue our meetings. Great to see if the differences that exist can be narrowed. There remains a strong consensus that expansion is desirable. Can't imagine why. Whether it begins early or possibly not until the 25-26 season is over, by the way, that's four more years, the precise details of how it can be best achieved remain to be settled. We will continue to work at it. If, and I repeat, if... The commissioners move forward with the recommendation. It is then up to the presidents and chancellors who serve on the board of managers to decide if anything, uh, if any possible future recommendation will be accepted. What a pile of steam and crap that is. <laughs> that could have been summed up in about 15 words. Yeah. We got some hard-headed folks who are still hanging on to their hurt feelings, and we hadn't been able to work out a deal. We're going to try and keep hammering away. Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big 12, said, We're not done yet. I wish we were. <laughs> Don't I you wonder that. who it is that's holding out? Who it is that... It, I mean, we, we've heard Ross Dellinger told us Rose Bowl's complicating. Okay, whatever. Rose Bowl, you can either be a part of it or not. Period. We're done talking about it. There's some thought that the automatic qualifiers is going to be an issue for the group of five. They want it to be the original proposition, which was the highest six-ranked conference champions regardless of where they come from. And now the Alliance, specifically Big Twelve or Big Ten, ACC, Pac-12, want it to be the Power Five gets one regardless of where they're ranked, and that's causing some hang-up That feels as well. dumb, too, though, because the highest-ranked group of five is guaranteed an at-large spot. Right, but they want two if they can get it. Well, then be good enough. Be ranked high enough to get two. You get one guaranteed, and then there's six at-large spots. Go get one of those. I don't, I don't understand that being a... I mean, unless the, the group of five just wants to like poke out its chest and say, ha-ha, we got in and you didn't. I don't know. Sports Talk Mississippi coming back. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive Crossgates. Call them at 601-605-4443. Looking good so far. Just some after-school traffic to be mindful of. Keep your speech down through school zones. And please buckle up, drive safe, have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Smith Brothers, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. At Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online to save $10 on Duracell Ultra car batteries. For offer details and limitations, visit BatteriesPlus.com. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops. Or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi. Oh what is going on here? Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Well, it's about time. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. text line. Chase in Columbus has a, uh, a little bit of a dissenting view and that is just fine. Here's what he says. Here's why I dislike expansion. Going into last week, the 12 
was basically set with just the semantics and seeding to be decided, maybe a couple 10, 11, 12 teams to be decided. If you were to expand, that Michigan-Ohio State game wouldn't have mattered. The SEC title game wouldn't matter. The Big 12 title game wouldn't matter if Baylor wins. Ohio State dog-walking Michigan State wouldn't matter. They'd be slated to play round one. About week 10, for the most part, the 12 is going to be the 12. The rest of the games matter for entertainment only. If you're Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan last week, why would you put in a full game plan or not rest players for these games just to play in a couple of weeks when we put all the cards on the table? Don't agree with that at all. I, I just I disagree, Chase, because I think the stakes for a lot of teams are still incredibly high. Now, if you're Georgia... You're in the exact same position you are right now. Yeah. It does not matter what Georgia does this weekend. They're going to the but playoff. That's true of everybody once they're the one seed. You know, once you're the, you're the NFL team and you know you've got the one seed wrapped up, you're kind of done. But think about the Egg Bowl. That would have mattered. Mattered yeah, a lot. Yeah. Would have mattered a ton. Michigan, Ohio, Michigan, Ohio State is for a first round bye. That LSU, that matters. would have had playoff implications to it. Matters. Alabama matters. Alabama-Auburn matters. I mean, those games, yeah, those games really, I disagree with that completely. And, and you know, Chase, that's an argument that I've heard a lot of national people make. I, I feel like Greg McElroy has been one of the ones that has kind of been out there, oh, I'm not for expanding it, you know, because you then – Take the best regular season in sports and and you turn it into college basketball. I just I don't agree with that. There are only twelve games in a regular season. We have two teams, two in all of college football that have no losses. Georgia has no losses. Cincinnati has no losses. No big deal for Georgia. Again, what happens this weekend? The worst they're going to do is fall to the four. I'm not even sure they fall all the way to four if they lose the game. There's no way they're the four. There's no way you make the one play Georgia. You wouldn't think. But, again, think about all those matchups. You had Michigan-Ohio State this past weekend. That was It still would have been a massive game. Auburn-Alabama still would have been a massive game. Would would, would Alabama still have been the playoff, in the playoff with a loss to Auburn? Yeah, probably. Right. Not with a loss to Georgia, though. I mean, a 9 But if they had lost that game to Auburn and then they lost one to Georgia in the SEC championship game and they're sitting there at 10-3, and three, yeah, you're nine probably out. 9-3. and three. You're, I mean, it's, it's tight. It's tighter than you want it to be. Well, they're 11-1 sure. and one right now. If they had lost to Auburn, they would have been ten and two. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And if they lost to Georgia, they'd be ten and three. Yeah. Expansion I'm, I'm, you're right. adds more playoff implicated games than ruins currently playoff implicated games. Like, yes, yeah, so Ohio State, Michigan, the winner and loser, still probably on the right side of the playoff. So maybe it diminishes that game ever so slightly, but it will add so many more games with real stakes on them as opposed to just being a game that not only does it balance itself out, I think it tips the scales in expansion's direction still. If we took this week's college football playoff rankings, 
We've done this before this year. We've gone through this exercise before. And we use the proposed plus one, whatever they're calling it, model for the 12-team playoff, where all five power conference champions get in, and the largest group of five champion gets in, the highest-ranked group of five champion gets in. Georgia would represent the SEC. Michigan would represent the Big Ten. Cincinnati would be the group of five. Oklahoma State would be from the Big 12. Uh, Pac-12 would be Oregon still at number 10. And the ACC would have Pittsburgh in. One of these things is not like the others. But 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 that's okay. It's okay that one of these things... I'm okay with the fact that one of these things is not like the other. I'm not okay with that. It's because you win the ACC. I mean, you're a three-loss team. Pitt lost yeah, to but, Western Michigan. But this year's a little bit of an anomaly. It is. With the, uh, look, with Clemson most years down. you're going to have a one-loss ACC team. I get that. But if Wake but, Forest beats But if you Pittsburgh, don't... Right. But it... Well, they're what are they? They would be what eleven and two. Yeah, I can I can get behind that a little bit, but just saying, you know, the conference champion should get in when it could be a bad three loss team like that, or even a four loss team, or you know, what if you have a year? What was it a few years back where Georgia Tech played Florida State and Georgia Tech was like eight and four or something in the ACC championship game, and the game was close. Yeah, you know, just. Yeah, so, so what that means for this year is that you would have the top 11 in the college football playoff rankings, and then you would have Pittsburgh. Those would be your 12 teams. Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, and Cincinnati, based on the current rankings, would get first-round buys. Oklahoma State would host a game against BYU. No, 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 I'm sorry. BYU would be out. Oklahoma State would host Michigan State? No. Oklahoma State would host Pittsburgh. You sure? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I had to I had to eliminate the number 12 team and forgot to slide Pittsburgh up. Oklahoma State would host Pittsburgh. Notre Dame would host Michigan State. Ohio State would host Oregon in a rematch. And Ole Miss would have a home college football playoff game in Oxford hosting the Baylor Bears. Not to derail this conversation, but do you think stuff like this is factoring into some of these guys' decisions to stick around? I mean, just throwing, using that direct local example. coaches? Yeah. Because Mark Stoops, everybody's like, oh, Mark Stoops would leave for Kentucky in a heartbeat. And hey, that's Fred Andy Staples, who's brilliant, said, no, he's got a great job. And soon... Mark Stoops is about to be playing for playoff spots. Wait a couple more years, Mark, and the season you just had, you could make the playoff. So not only do you not have to jump to LSU to play for championships, where your feet are will soon be able to play for championships, and you don't have to improve your program a lick. Mark Stoops just signed the contract extension that extends his contract every year he wins seven games. Seven games, they add a year. If that's not the best job in America, you tell me. And and we don't know the salary numbers yet, or at least I haven't seen them Almost yet. Almost doesn't matter. Probably, I mean, it's six million ish a year. Five six million dollars. Yeah. yeah. He's already over five. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. But that's the thing, like Lane. You, but, you, but but to your point about Kentucky, Borky, Mark Stoops in Kentucky. If we had a twelve-team playoff this year, are a three-point loss to Tennessee. 
from being very much in the discussion right there in the mid-teens, maybe a little closer. And they should have gotten a first down on a missed face mask called driving with the football to win that game, too. I mean, they were that close. But I wonder if that factors into these decisions at all. Because Miami may or may not come open, whatever. Kiffin may or may not take that job. I don't know. But I was listening to a podcast this morning, and I think one of the hosts made a really good point. He said, these middle-tier jobs are, the day playoff expansion happens, these middle-tier jobs get better. The day it happens, they get better. They don't have to change anything about what they are, and they get better. Why? Because you can sell, I can take you to the championship to these recruits now. I can take you to the playoff now. And on top of that, could you make the argument that not only are those jobs getting better, but a job like Baylor or Ole Miss or Mississippi State or Kentucky or Arkansas actually becomes a more attractive job than, I'm not going to say more attractive than Georgia or Alabama, but maybe it is more attractive than Florida or LSU because at any of those places I just mentioned, Baylor, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Arkansas, Kentucky, if you get into the playoff, once in eight years, once in a decade, I don't know, maybe with 12 teams, it's once in six or eight years, then you're as comfortable as you could possibly be. Whereas at a place like LSU, if you go back-to-back years or three years in a row without being a playoff team, boom, gone. Gone. Maybe Arkansas, Mississippi State, Kentucky, South Carolina, Baylor, etc. Maybe they actually even get more attractive. Sports Talk Mississippi. We uh, got a couple of cool conversations coming your way. We'll start that on the Farm Bureau phone line next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 72. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 50. Your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 74. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 52. And for your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 76. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. 
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'll never forget when I was a child the excitement I used to feel on Christmas morning when I saw that new rifle or shotgun under the tree. I hope you'll come by and see us and let our friendly staff help you pick out a little excitement for that special person on your list. I have to tell you, though, I got the wrong kind of excitement last week. I took off a few days to go hunting, and while I was gone, my wife and daughter came in and decorated the store for Christmas. Bows and ribbons everywhere. They even dressed up my dadgum black bear mount like Santa. Women. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. We're located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh-cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Gludstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. Make your home merrier this Christmas. Miskelly's has thousands of products in stock and ready for you. Plus, with no money down financing and savings up to $300, we're furnishing happiness for the holidays. A new bedroom, a roomier dining set, or more seating in the family room. There's plenty to choose from on our website or in our showrooms. Then pick it up or have it delivered, and your furniture will arrive before Santa. Make this Christmas your merriest at Miss Kelly's. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. There are more questions than answers regarding the new Omicron variant of COVID. Governor Tate Reeves told Neil Cavuto on Fox the president's vaccine mandates have actually had a negative impact on those who were undecided. The administration's push to mandate the vaccine has actually uh, caused, in, in places like our state, uh, people who maybe were on the fence to, to fall off on the, on the wrong side of that decision. And so hopefully um, as we see this this, this variant uh, coming out of South Africa, that we can get more data and have more understanding on exactly what it looks like. I, I don't think we have full information yet. Reeves announced last night that there was big news for healthcare workers impacted by the vaccine mandates. In response to the lawsuit that Mississippi filed, the court has issued a preliminary injunction to stop its enforcement. I'm Kelly Bennett. Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. 
We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Here's the Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on supertalk.fm, the Supertalk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team Mississippi Farm Bureau. We're going to reach way out to the West Coast to talk to our friend Antonio Morales. He writes at The Athletic and he covers the uh, Southern Cal Trojans who have uh, been in the news just a little bit this week and kind of throughout the season we were having a conversation yesterday, Antonio. I said I was watching the, the Southern Cal BYU game on late Saturday night. And I was sitting there, mm-hmm. and I was going, how's Southern Cal this bad? Like, even without trying, they shouldn't be this bad. And I think probably I'm not the only person that would look at them and say that, but it feels like it's about to change in a hurry, doesn't it? Yeah, they had, they just had a lot of years of recruiting mistakes that they made, whether it was lazy recruiting from the staff or misevaluations, uh, a, a lack of development. And that all kind of coalesced in the past year or so to where they really hit rock bottom this year. And along the line of scrimmage, they're not very good uh, on the offense and defensive line. A linebacker, they don't have a lot of athleticism. A receiver, which is kind of their their bread and butter, they're not very explosive. Uh, so all that kind of came together this year for a perfect storm of just bad play. And obviously, when you bring in someone like Lincoln Riley, the goal is to change that and to and to kind of gain your your your, your ground back in recruiting. Uh, Southern California has been a USC stranglehold historically for the longest time, and the past few years, it hasn't been Oregon's come over here and taking kids, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Now you have someone like Lincoln Riley, and it's clear, you know, for w- one of the first times, really, you get the feel that this is USC saying, we we want to win really bad and do whatever it takes to do that. When I think about USC, I think about one of the great brands in college athletics. Mm-hmm. It's a... And and you certainly would know this better than I, but it feels like a much different type fan base than what we see in the SEC. But Southern Cal has a, a good fan base and a big fan base, partly because mm-hmm. of the brand. Maybe a little fickle, but when they're winning, yeah. doesn't that turn into an event? And, and L.A. certainly is an event town. Yeah, no, exactly. They're they're not going to stick through it like like a like an SEC fan base would. Uh, I think you, you kind of go through the stages with the SEC. Uh, when, when things are bad. Uh, at SEC, that'll happen for a little bit, but then all of a sudden you'll just get 
less and less people at your games and, and nobody showing up on Saturday, to be honest with you, it felt like a road game because there's more BYU fans than, than USC fans at the Coliseum. So, um, you know, that was an issue and why they needed to make a splash higher um, in order to get these uh, fans excited again and this fan base going uh, in the right direction and, um, you know, get them galvanized and get recruits, um, you know, back interested in USC again. Did Mike Bone put on a master class on how to go out and get a guy? Uh, it, it feels like this stayed quiet to the very end. He goes out and he gets probably the most attractive coach that's willing to make a coaching change in all of college football. What, what did we learn during this process about Southern Cal's athletic director, Mike Bone? Uh-oh. Did we lose Antonio? We I, might have. Yeah, I think we got some issues on the uh, on the video stream. Tell you what, we'll hang that up and we will call Antonio and uh, and try and finish this uh, conversation. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. He's joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line, but in reality, it's not the Farm Bureau phone line. Have we got you back, Antonio? We good now? Yeah. There. Let's try that one more time. Sorry, I think we can hang with cool. this, but uh, if it messes up again, we'll just we'll call you on the phone. Um, for sure. Mike Mike Bone and the way that he ran this search, what did we learn about him as an AD in the process of of going through hiring a new coach? Mike Bone and his number two, Brandon Salas, that was only, I think, 29 years old. Um, He's gotten a lot of regard for how he's handled this search. And I think he's one of the kind of up-and-comers in college athletics when it comes to administration. I think he was kind of the architect behind this search, but... Mike Bone said on Monday, and together they hired Luke Fickle uh, five years ago at uh, at Cincinnati, and obviously we've seen how that hire has been. Uh, two years ago, I think they surprised a lot of people that they nearly landed Dave Aranda to be their defensive coordinator two years ago, and they kept it under wraps, and nobody really knew. Uh, then obviously Fuente decides to stay at Virginia Tech, Baylor comes open, and Aranda goes there. Um, so this time. You know, they don't use a search firm. Um, they, they just kind of handle these things themselves. So, so there was no leaks. And we saw that structure and that organization and how kind of tight-knit this search was and th- how close the circle was and how small it was. And obviously they stunned everybody by hiring Lincoln Riley. Uh, I, I think I think this kind of showed the USC fan base because the USC fan base has basically been like, we don't care about winning in football anymore. Uh, that's mainly because uh, they didn't fire Clay Helton two years ago and when, when everybody wanted Urban Meyer and uh, they didn't get him. And so they were questioning the school's commitment to winning and they're questioning Mike Bone. And uh, I think he showed, you know, he really wants to win uh, at USC. There are programs in the Pac-12 that have got financial issues. Uh, obviously, the Pac-12 is not generating the same kind of revenue that either the Big Ten or the SEC are through its network and through distribution and, and all of those things. Is Southern Cal one of those programs? I mean, they, they roll out a $110 million contract here. Is Southern Cal in a, a better place financially than than some of the other members of the league? Oh, definitely. Um They've had their scandals they've had to go through, which has cost them some money and probably made it harder for them to try and move on from Clay Helton in previous years. But you know, they're they're in a much better spot than most of the other conference. Uh, UCLA, which is in L.A., s- still really struggles. 
uh, just because fans haven't been going to their games for years. So they've had issues. Obviously, I think USC and Oregon, because of Nike, are two of the better situated schools uh, in this conference. And USC just has the media market, and they bring in a lot of the ratings uh, for this conference. And uh, But I think they've even felt some of the lack of TV revenue and, and that gap that's between the SEC and the Big Ten and, and, and everybody else um, in college football in the Power Five level. Um, there, there's some stuff that kind of where they're lagging behind. They need to upgrade facilities, and that was a big part of Lincoln Riley's talk was doing the right things facilities-wise. They're going to have to do that. They just barely kind of invested in their, in their support staff uh, just like two years ago. Um, mm. So uh, it's been an area where they've really struggled. They're, they're, I think just that, that was the previous athletic department administration really not knowing how the game is played now. Um, and they're, they're catching, they're, tra- they're, they're starting to catch up like just now. Um, and I think that investment is what kind of sold Lincoln Riley on coming here. Do you think Caleb Williams ends up in a, uh, in a Trojans uniform? That's the big question everybody has right now. I've heard people say it's really not out of the question, uh, but I'm kind of waiting to see. USC has a really good quarterback in Jackson Dart, who's got all the potential in the world. Uh, big arm, can run, good size. Um, he did well against BYU on Saturday. They just came up a yard short on the fourth down late in the game, or else he would have led them to a win there. Um, I think he's got a really, really bright future. Um, he did well at practice yesterday when Lincoln Riley was there, and he was throwing some good balls. <laughs> uh, so I think it was a good first. I think that was a good first impression yesterday. Um, but. Uh, I think if you have the opportunity to take Caleb Williams, and I think you have to do it, and that would be Lincoln's guy. Um, so he's got a tough decision to make, and uh, it'll be intriguing. I, I, don't, I don't think, you know, USC has been criticized a lot the past few years because the quarterbacks that are in the SEC now, you have JT Daniels, Bryce Young, Matt Corral, all those guys who were at USC or committed to USC at one point, and uh, they didn't end up like finishing their career there. And uh, I, don't, I don't think that's going to be an issue anymore for USC with Lincoln Riley. Now they just got a five-star commitment yesterday for the 2023 class with Malachi Nelson, who's only behind Arch Manning for when it comes to quarterbacks. Um, so I, I, don't, I think they're going to be pretty set at quarterback from now on. Hey, last thing for you, only about 30 seconds or so left. Um, traditionally, Southern Cal has been fairly open with practices and access and media and being able to watch uh, are you expecting it to uh, be locked down like Fort Knox going forward with Lincoln Riley coming in? Because he's not a big access guy. Yeah, I know. But there's also the Lakers, the Dodgers, and the Rams over here that you kind of need to fight for for, for relevance. Uh, I wouldn't expect it to be open like it is now. Uh, but I think there might be some sort of compromise or some in-between uh, to, where it's, to where it's open some. That's uh, certainly will be interesting to see. Antonio, always good to catch up with you. Uh, great job on the coverage over the uh, the last well, the last few weeks during this search and certainly the last few days uh, with the announcement of Lincoln Riley. We'll catch up with you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Antonio Morales from The Athletic covers the SC Trojans. I asked him what the weather was like. He said, ah, it's a little breezy. It's like 67 or so. Yeah, the sun's out. Just like here in Mississippi, mid-60s, upper 60s, sun's out. Who needs to go to California? I guess it's the fact Say that, that it's again like when that. it's 102 in July. 
Yeah, I guess it's because it's like exactly the same 300 and what 50 days a year there. Or maybe? we have an ice storm in February. Yeah, there's that. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. So far, just some minor slowdowns on 49 southbound in uh, Hines County, uh, just south of Natchez Trace Parkway. Otherwise, just looking at some after-school traffic, so be mindful of your speeds in school zones. This update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the best place to get you going on your path to financial well-being. Stop by, call, or visit them online to learn about their great loan rates, free checking, and much more at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. No Drip Roofing and Construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, No Drip Roofing and Construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required. 601-371-1051. 601-371-1051. Make it a November to remember with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Come in during the Season of Inspiration sales event and get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all remaining 2021 Mazdas in stock. That's right, 0.9% financing. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We're also giving you an additional $750 in customer cash on new Mazda CX-9s and get your first year's maintenance on us. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team works hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next vehicle. Get to Mazda of Jackson today during the Season of Inspiration sales event. Going on now at Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with proof credit on select models. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority 
from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com slash business. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices, plus exclusive interviews with coaches, players, and legends from the past. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Lincoln Riley will turn things around at Southern Cal. I mean, they've recruited well. They, they have talent. They the haven't, though, have they? I mean, well, isn't that the biggest issue? They've had some busts, but they still have guys. And you got a, a quarterback in Dart or Williams, either one, that are good enough to win games, and it's not like you play a, a juggernaut schedule there in the Pac-12. I mean, it could very easily be a nine-win team next year, and then by the year after that, they're they're into the you know, playoff or, or at least Pac-12 championship discussion. Yeah, I'm curious to see if he tries to do the quick fix and spends a lot of time in the portal. The names that are hitting the portal, man, are, are surprised. There is talent available out there right now in the transfer portal. Almost 100 guys entered in it yesterday. Same for the day before. If you... uh if you follow Matt Zenitz on Twitter, which I would suggest you do if you're interested in knowing about the transfer portal, every time he tweets out a transfer, it's former four-star, former four-star. Four. So these guys are talented. They, they, I know they are. It just hasn't been the right fit or, you know, see what happens. But they, Borky's right. There's a lot of guys out there for people who need guys. I'm curious to see if he's wanting to go that down that road. Probably take a to few. he brings in... Eight, nine, ten portal guys. That's a lot. That's what's going to happen in Oxford. It's a lot. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if State had a handful, four or five. Well, State will have, have three, four, five, but eight or nine, that's a lot. It is. Well, and you wonder what the hit rate's going to be. right? I mean, you've you got to be careful when, when you go down this road. It was a really high hit rate for Ole Miss this year, right? I mean, when, when you look at now, a couple of those guys have been in the program for two years and had to sit out last year. Jake Springer had to sit out last year, was in the program. Otis Reese sat out most of last year and you know, played the last three or four games on the schedule, whatever it was. But Chance Campbell was brand new. Orlando Umana was brand new. He was a starter all year long. Campbell led the team in tackles. Um, who else? About it? Tavius Robinson turned into kind of an impact guy. He was a transfer valuable piece. Yeah, I mean, Sam player. Williams didn't sign with Ole Miss initially either. I mean, he, even he, well, although didn't well, sign I'm with Kitlin, like, but like first or second year guys. But uh, I same hear with people, State though. Yeah. Same with State. Portal. Jalen Green. 
Makai Polk, Jalen Green, Randy Charlton, these are all guys who started double-digit games for Mississippi State. Scott Lashley, say what you want, out of the portal. He sat, it's sort of what you're talking about with Springer there. He sat out last year, came in this year, he started every game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like keep, I'm missing. Oh, Jameer Calvin as well yeah. was, a, was a good player for State. People keep talking about how the portal is risky. It, what's more risky? Taking a guy that has college tape that's been in the college program for a couple of years that you can watch play against other college players that you know have been in the college strength and conditioning system to join your program? Or hoping that the replacement for Charles Cross is somewhere playing high school football across from a defensive end that's going to be a business accounting major next year at Southern Miss? If they have that program there, I don't know. But what what's safer? I keep I keep hearing people talk about oh it's so risky to use the portal. Why is it risky? Ole Miss needs receiver help, right? They got was it Jalen Knox from Missouri? You've got tape on him. You've seen him catch passes in the SEC. You've seen him be effective in the SEC. Who would you rather have? The guy that you've seen has done it in your league to replace Ontario Drummond or Braylon Sanders. Or would you rather take a risk on a four-star receiver from Nashville that may take three years to develop into his body and become a decent wide receiver? Which one is more risky? Well, I mean, how about There is a school of accountancy at at Southern Mississippi. There we go. Good good to know. Yeah. How about the example, though? Jacor Pearson transfers from Western Kentucky. Is he a prototypical SEC receiver? No. But you've seen what he can do. But Ole Miss had a couple of highly thought of wide receivers that were part of last year's recruiting class, right? I mean, Burkhalter was in there. There may have been another one. Those guys didn't didn't step on the field this year. The entire season. It's a development process. It's getting the bodies right. It's learning how to play college football. Now you got some guys that step on the field and they're ready to go from day one. We, we, we've seen those when you're talking about elite wide receivers. Whether you want to go back to a guy like Dante Moncrief or come a little, you know, little more forward than that with Laquan Treadwell and A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. And not those even guys are different, I mean, though. Ra-Ra Thomas, I wouldn't say was an elite recruit, but he made a big impact this year as a freshman. Just depends on the situation and it depends on the player, you know. You got to be willing to get in there and do the work. Yeah. Yeah, no, no question. Jeff in Oxford, we'll uh, we'll get to this coming up. Aren't recruiting rankings going to be diminished in relevance due to the transfer portal? One, one of the two of you, I'm not sure who it was, mentioned earlier that there is a uh, a, a ranking system. I, I don't know if it's 24-7 sports or on three or who's doing it that is going to take transfers into account in their rankings. We'll talk about that when we come back. You guys can tell me more about it. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. One hour in the books. Fox News, I'm Rich Dennison. The first confirmed case of the new Omicron variant confirmed today in someone who recently returned to California from South Africa. The individual was fully vaccinated and experience mild symptoms which are improving at this point. Dr. Anthony Fauci says the traveler returned to the U.S. last week and tested positive on Monday. The new variant has been confirmed in about two dozen countries. 
The Supreme Court today hearing arguments over a Mississippi case that could change abortion laws across the country. Mississippi's abortion law would restrict a procedure after 15 weeks of pregnancy. That is earlier than a viability standard, about 24 weeks set by Supreme Court precedent. Justices on the court's liberal wing worried about altering a decades-old precedent because of shifting court membership. Fox's Jared Halpern reporting from Washington. America's listening to Fox News. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. Looking for the perfect gift? Get them a shirt from Untuck It. Untuck It shirts are designed to be worn untucked. They're the easiest way to keep him looking sharp and feeling comfortable. You can't go wrong with their super soft flannels, wrinkle-free shirts, performance shirts with stretch, and cozy sweaters that are all perfect for right now. They even have a line for her. Find the perfect gift for every guy on your list at one of 80-plus Untuck It stores or at UntuckIt.com. Untuck It. Shirts designed to be worn untucked. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Earlier today, the U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments on the constitutionality of Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban. This is the most serious challenge to Roe v. Wade in decades. Attorney General Lynn Fitch says a lot has happened with regard to women in the 50 years since that decision was made. In 50 years, we've had the 1993, you had the the medical, the maternity, paternity leave was installed. She said women's careers have also changed. You can remotely work or you've got flexible schedules or things where mothers can do both. You don't have to be pitted one against the other. You can successfully have a career and you can successfully raise a family. And I think that's so key to where we are 50 years later to have that discussion and the empowerment of women and then certainly saving and protecting the sanctity of life. We don't expect the high court to render a decision until June of next year. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. My son is not some statistic. My daughter's not a headline. My girl, she's not someone's agenda. What he? What she is. Is irreplaceable. COVID hospitalizations of young people have tripled since the start of summer. So I talked to my daughter's doctor about COVID vaccines. And she said they're highly effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths, even from the Delta variant. We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Mississippi is one of the top states in the nation for new HIV cases, but there is hope on this World AIDS Day. There are new effective prevention options for those at risk. And if you're exposed to HIV, early treatment can keep your disease under control. Free private HIV testing is available at county health departments. 
Officials in Kentucky and Mississippi teamed up to uncover a massive theft ring in North Mississippi. Authorities in Graves County, Kentucky say an ATV stolen there and a tracking device led them to over $200,000 in stolen ATVs and vehicles in Olive Branch. The ATVs were found to have been stolen from Missouri, Tennessee, Mississippi, and Kentucky. Around 25 people were detained, but one man was arrested by Mississippi authorities on numerous counts of receiving stolen property. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi team with live reports from games and practices, plus exclusive interviews. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 on supertalk.fm, the Super Talk Mississippi app, and always live on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. You, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios, pearlriverresort.com. That's where you can go to find out all that's happening. Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge, the Golden Moon, Silver Star. You can check out the great restaurants that they've got available. And uh, I'm just going to keep on beating this drum because it's what I would love to be doing at some point during these beautiful days, I'd love to be on the golf course, the Dancing Rabbit. You can be. Go to DancingRabbitGolf.com, book your tee time, book your stay, book your trip. You will not regret it. Beautiful golf course. Leaves mostly have fallen, but just absolutely spectacular this time of year. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, join us on the Ceasefire text line, 601 879 Four three nine five six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. If you're a parent, you already know your kids are online for everything. That's why C Spire is providing award-winning parental controls from Bark. Free with any C Spire wireless plan. Learn more at cspire.com/bark. All right, I mentioned it before the break. Uh, adjusted recruiting rankings to include the transfer portal. Who is it that's embarking on this? It's twenty-four-seven. Okay. There's an issue with it, though, because not every portal kid's going to sign in two weeks. Right. Well, I mean, it's one of those things they'll end up readjusting as they go, I think. 
So kids that sign and you know they'll they'll add them to the class, they'll calculate them and just go forward. So what your your you know your final signing day recruiting ranking is two weeks from two weeks from today, by the way, uh, may not be what it is. You know, a week, a month, two months later. Two weeks from today. Hmm. Yeah. We're you like uh, some MSU recruiting news. Check out tomorrow's Thunder and Lightning. Very good. Very good. What um, will they be weighted the same? Yeah, I believe so. I believe they'll just they'll they'll reevaluate them. Just because you were a five star in high school doesn't mean you're a five star transfer, and uh, they'll, they'll sort of take it from there. Hmm. We mentioned the Ceasefire text line yesterday. It was the Ceasefire Connerly Trophy presentation, and. Uh, hey, Dad alluded in our pre-show video yesterday that you may have seen that he didn't think there was a whole lot of mystery. I think most people probably didn't think that there was a ton of mystery uh, going into that to uh, as to who was going to win. Matt Corral wins the C Spire Connerly Trophy. Just before the ceremony last night, I caught up with Matt. He actually had some really, really interesting things to say. <laughs> Matt Corral joins us from uh, the C Spire Connerly Trophy presentation. Uh, congratulations. What a great year. Thank you. Um, really blessed to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. And, uh, you know, it's a really cool thing that they got going on here, for sure. When you look at the, the list of past winners uh, and you see guys from Ole Miss and Mississippi State and Southern Miss and Delta State and Mississippi, or I guess Millsaps also kind of through the years, and, and you think about the possibility of your name kind of being with those group of guys, what does that mean? I mean, it just means a lot, you know, just coming from, you know, the history it has and, you know, honestly knowing some of those guys who've been on the list and knowing what kind of caliber players they are and even, you know, like the Brett Favre, you know, guys like that, like that's that's something that's, you know, surreal to me. And if you were to told, tell me that 10 years ago from today, I would have told you you're crazy. So, I mean, you know, just, you know, opportunities like these, man, like, I'm thankful for sure. Matt, you seem to have done a pretty good job of staying in the moment and, and being focused on kind of where you are and not necessarily looking to what's next. But now that what's next is so close, do you find yourself kind of going there mentally some? Uh, a little bit, a little bit after the game, you know, yeah, definitely. But I mean, once I got uh, taken care of what I needed to get taken care of off the field, uh, you know, I got one game left, and that's all. That's all my. That's all where all my focus is going towards. So, um, you know, on December thirteenth, that's when my first bowl practice is, and that's what I'm looking forward to right now. Tell me about the decision, because there was no hesitation from you after the game on on Thursday well, night, Thanksgiving night, to to say I'm playing in the bowl game. Yeah, I mean, there was. I mean, my own teammates were coming up to me asking me about it, you know, throughout the weeks, and it was kind of like. You serious? Like you ask? I mean, I and I understand why they would come up to ask because you know, it is a valid question. Just you know, the players that have done it in the past, and you know, I told myself like, like you know, I'm I'm in this position for a reason, you know, and just to enjoy it and like to do something that we've never done before and just to finish strong and like I just don't feel right not just sitting out. Now I told myself if I wasn't feeling healthy then maybe I'd consider and I'd have talks with my family and talk about it, but I got I came out of that state game healthy and you know that's I'm good. I'm ready to go. You, you told me after the Vanderbilt game, or maybe it was after Texas AM, I don't remember which one it was, that 
you just needed a little bit of time off to get yeah. back to 100%. Does this window between the Egg Bowl and the start of bowl practice kind of give you that where you can just take a breath? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, take a breath and sit down and worry about nothing, you know, just for a couple of days and then get back to it. And I think that's the greatest thing, not only for me, but for our team. You know, a lot of our guys who were banged up, we were coming off of a nine-week nine straight seat, nine-week straight off of uh, that last game. And, you know, that's a long time just to go consistently do something throughout the week, 24-7. You know, it takes a toll on your body. So just to take a couple of days off and not do absolutely anything for sure helps. And let alone, we got we got weeks. So, yeah. you know, our coaches are taking care of us. And, you know, we're all going to be 100% ready for that game. All right, no political answer here, no coach speak answer here. And what you say doesn't control anything. So, here we go. Sugar Bowl, Peach Bowl, or Fiesta Bowl. If you could pick, if you were in charge, where would it be? <laughs> Either the sugar or the fiesta. I mean, I just, I one, I've never been to Nola and I've never been to Phoenix. So, I mean, those are the only two places. We've been to Atlanta in the very beginning. Yeah. So I want to go somewhere new. So, so, so that was that was a that was a kind of like toe the line, but yeah. at least a real answer. And I guess Phoenix closer to home, right? Yeah. I mean, but a lot a lot more of my people would come. I mean, regardless, my people are going to come. But I mean, yeah, I know a lot of people are pushing for the the Sugar Bowl, and I shoot, I'm ready for it. Let's go. Thanks for your time. Thank you. So that was Matt Corral before the Connerly Trophy ceremony yesterday. There, there were two things that that really stood out to me. Um, his answer about playing in the bowl game said he had teammates coming up to him during the week, leading into the Mississippi State game, asking him if he was going to play in a bowl game. And he said, "I." I mean, I, I understand why, I guess, because we've seen high-profile guys opt out, but said he was having fun, he thought he was here for a reason, and wanted to stick with his teammates. I'll be surprised if Ole Miss has any opt-outs for its bowl game, given the fact that the quarterback, Matt Corral, who's got probably more reason than anybody else to not play in the game, says, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm playing. Yeah, he's the only first-rounder on the team. So, uh, even a guy like Sam Williams, who I had somebody ask me today, when you look at their numbers, uh, Aiden Hutchison at Michigan and Sam Williams' numbers, look at their numbers and and what they actually did production-wise. And he asked, tell me why Hutchinson's better. And I say, I don't know, but I know that the scouts say he's better. But either way... Are we reliving the Nick Bosa Montez Sweat debate from a few years ago that I had? Possibly. We've changed. We've changed both Michigan and Ole Miss versus Ohio State, Mississippi State. Love that. But um, he could still, with another good performance, continue to make more money. I assume. Absolutely. So, while opting out probably wouldn't hurt him, let's say just for the sake of it, he gets to sack Kenny Pickett a couple times. There's a bunch of scouts there walk, watching Corral and Pickett, and then they see this guy. He's got 13 sacks. He just got him again. Hey, Bill, you got to look at this guy. Or they play Ohio State, and he gets to sack C.J. Stroud a couple of times against a five-star offensive lineman who's NFL-bound. You know, those kind of opportunities, why would you pass those up would be my question. Why would you pass them up? I think there's a risk reward deal. There is. There's certainly yeah, a risk, but in, in the opting Huge out. But but for this particular team, it feels like the reward out 
weighs the risk. So we'll um, we'll, we'll see on that front. The other thing I, I thought when I asked him about the bowl game, I mean, I think most people think the most likely destination for Ole Miss is the Peach Bowl. And so for Matt to say, you know, never been to New Orleans, never been to Phoenix, you know, we've been to Atlanta, so for that reason, I'd pick one of those other two spots as well. Kind of feels like that's where most Ole Miss fans are. And that's something we've talked about for a while. Certainly Ole Miss would take more fans to Atlanta than they would to Phoenix, just because of geography. But it feels like people would be more excited about going to the Fiesta Bowl than they would be going to the Peach Bowl. But, as we've said over and over and over, just something about being an SEC team going to the Sugar Bowl. Along those lines, very few people expect Alabama to beat Georgia. But there is a uh, there's a trend when Nick Saban teams are underdogs. We'll get to that later when we come back. Brody Miller from The Athletic will join us. We will talk with him about the week that has been, the, the two months that have been in and around LSU football, and ultimately landing on Brian Kelly. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call them at 601-605-4443. So far, we're looking pretty good. No wrecks or breakdowns causing any major problems. Uh, Just uh, look out for some uh, straggling after-school traffic. Otherwise, things looking real good. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. If you're remodeling or building a new home, be sure to tell your contractor to go to Lakeland Fireplaces in Flowood. They have over 25 display units, including heat and glow. By the way, there are 19 live burning fireplaces in the showroom. They are the hearth professionals that install and service. Ask about their custom glass doors, gas logs, fireplace accessories, and premium gas grills. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, your heat and glow dealer on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with anywhere you might need a bathroom. Because when you gotta go, you gotta go. Please call us at 601-879-3969 or look us up, gottagorentals.com. 
With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleEase didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleEase are ready. Call PeopleEase today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleEase.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and now on the Farm Bureau phone line, Brody Miller, who I bet is ready for a nap. He writes at The Athletic, covers LSU. It's been a grind the last couple of months, Brody. How good does it feel to have a coaching search now in the rearview mirror? It feels uh, fantastic, my friend. Uh, yeah, it's been a uh, a wild ride. As you know, it's never even just the coaching search itself. It's been the the year of drama, two years of drama at LSU. The the downfall of Ed Ogeron, which has been chaotic in its own right, and now and then a, a six week coaching search with a a pretty unprecedented hire. So there's there's truly just never a dull moment here. So I'm looking forward to getting past signing day. You know, Brody, one of the things that we, we've been talking about this. I mean, not the way that it's been talked about in, in Louisiana. And I'm not saying that I predicted that Brian Kelly was going to be the head coach, but back on, I don't know, the, the week that Ole Miss and LSU were playing, I was having a conversation with some folks, and I said, Brian Kelly's the guy that Scott Woodward should hire. And people didn't really seem to be that on board with it, but, but I thought it made a lot of sense for a lot of different reasons. Now that it has happened, do you think this hire makes sense? Yeah, that's such a good question. Uh, I think, you know, I don't think it was necessarily like choice number one. And there are going to be some real questions that are valid, right? Like he has never coached further south than Cincinnati. Uh, does he fit? He's not exactly a guy who lives and breeds recruiting, which as you know, you kind of need to to some extent in the SEC world, especially at LSU. You know, how is he going to do in that chaotic world going toe to toe with like Kirby Smart for recruits and things like that? Those are valid questions. I think in other ways you could really, first off, yeah, he's one of the, I mean, shoot, the athletic, uh, we did our, Bruce and Stu both did their top 25 coaches in the country this year, and they both had him number three. You know, like, at the end of the day, sometimes it's just simple. He's a, he might be the third best coach in the country. Of course it's a good fit. But, but I, I think there's an argument to be made that he is exactly what LSU needs, even if he's not exactly what a lot of the fans wanted, right? They, a lot of the fans wanted Blaine Kiffin. A lot of the fans wanted Lincoln Riley. They wanted that, 
that guru, which of course, I mean, nothing wrong with that either. I think they'd be happy with that. But yeah. I do think, you know, it's a program that has won three national titles with its last three coaches. And quite frankly, the last two weren't exactly tacticians who had everything in order. You know, it's been 17 years of kind of good football with flawed head coaches. And I think, you know, the closer I've covered this program, the more I kind of do believe if they just get a real program builder in there, a guy who really just at his core knows how to run a program, I think they this they still haven't seen the heights because Saban built it, but then he was gone. He was the last real program builder they had. So I say all that to say, and I apologize for a long-winded answer, I think Brian Kelly is that. Do I know if he's a perfect fit in the South? No, but he is the definition of a program builder for, for 30 years now. So he's a winner. He knows how to you know fix problems when they arise. He knows how to build a culture, all those things. So I do think he could be exactly what LSU needs, even if he's not exactly what they want. All right, different athletics directors, different time periods, different sports. Is this the equivalent of LSU hiring Paul Maneri in baseball? And and not just because they both were at Notre Dame prior. Cool. I'm trying to think of a great comp because the honest truth is there is no sports comp that I can think of, in college at least, of somebody this at the top of their profession. He's to leave for another school. You know, I mean, sometimes they'll get fired and end up somewhere else, but he's the winningest coach to ever start at a different school. It literally never happened before. You know, so hmm. Maneri, I mean, as much as there, I do love some of those similarities, and they don't even seem that different of guys, They, it's like Maneri was kind of, you know, because you know how it is, Notre Dame and baseball is not exactly, you know, like a institution. So he was almost more the rising star in some ways, even though he wasn't necessarily young. Kelly is almost like, I mean, it's, Bigger than even Roy. I'm not saying even I'm saying Brian Kelly is the best coach in the world, but in terms of context, it's bigger than even Roy Williams going Kansas to to UNC. You know, there really isn't much like it. So it, I think it is even bigger than Maneri. And again, that's not me saying it's going to have the results of you know Roy Williams or anything like that. But just the scale of coach in the moment, there is no precedent. You know, there, there's the perspective of LSU fans and and Brian Kelly to LSU as it pertains to the LSU community. But then there's also the perspective of other programs in the SEC looking at this and reacting to it. We were talking about it yesterday, and I don't know if it was if it was Brian or if it was Borky. One of the two of them said, you know, this isn't a guy that scares you if you're Mississippi State or Ole Miss. Because LSU's always good. And then I think it was Borky that said, Lane Kiffin is the guy that, if he goes to LSU, that scares you. Does that make any sense? Oh, it makes a ton of sense, yeah. There's not exactly an element of Brian Kelly yet. I think it's completely true. He's not, like, scaring you because he's not bringing some brilliant scheme, and he's not even, like, say, even like a Napier going to Florida where it's like, oh, he's going to shake up recruiting in the SEC, you know? There's no that, but it's just like he knows how to run a program. So I guess the question, and I don't know the answer to it, it's just the is LSU finally having a grown-up in the room, quite frankly? Mm. Is that the scary thing? You know, it's like LSU, I kind of, again, I'm not from here. I've only been down here four years. I kind of still view LSU in a lot of weird ways as a sleeping giant because they've actually still never had a cohesive person running it for more than four years, you know? So I do just wonder if that's the scary part. But to your point, no, yeah, he is not a guy who lives and breathes recruiting. You know, that is just not his life, so he's not really scaring you there. And a lot of it's going to depend on hires and all that stuff. But I get it. I really do. You know, I think 
I think Kiffin, you know, is a great example. Oh, man, him with LSU athletes and that offense, I would love to see that. It would be so fun. But that's not how Scott Woodward thinks, because Scott Woodward wants no drama. That's, that's something I was told repeatedly through the process. And he wants he wants a guy who just, just proven he can take a team to the top. So I think the question is, okay, and I think Andy Staples, my colleague, put it well, that Kelly probably got Notre Dame to its ceiling. You know, remember, for 18 years, Notre Dame was pretty average. And he yeah, got them were. to a perennial 10-11 win team that makes the playoff, you know. So he got them to their ceiling. The greatest question here, and I don't know the answer is, does Kelly now with more talent prove he's a Saban or Swinney? Or does this now prove that his limitations were always there? That is the ultimate question we just don't know yet. Yeah, and it certainly is going to be fascinating to watch that play out. Let's go back to before it was Brian Kelly. There are a lot of people, Brody, on that beat, in and around the program, pretty connected, that thought it was going to be Lincoln Riley. I've had people tell me that there was indeed an offer there that was in the $12 million range. In terms of the backstory with the Lincoln-Riley thing, what can you tell us? Yeah, you know, it's one of those things that I think every, you know this goes whenever there's a higher everyone at LSU is going to sit here and tell you they were never going for Lincoln Riley. But yeah, I mean, I, I have heard all those. I, I we reported some of those things too. That I do believe there was a pursuit. I do believe there was a plane that went out Sunday to go meet him. You know, I I even think I heard that the the graphics were made. You know, there was a a strong push, and I think the tough thing to and again, Scott Woodward does keep this close, the search so close to the vest that I don't even know if we'll ever really know all the details. And clearly, USC kept it close to the vest too. The thing I'll always want to know is: was Riley sincerely debating between USC and LSU, and just chose USC, or was it always playing LSU? I think that's the part that like is going to wrestle with a lot of people's egos this this year. But yeah, there was a, a reality to the pursuit, and and shoot, Scott Woodward even in a in a kind of. Um, you know, reporter scrum today after the press conference kind of acknowledged in an answer that, hey, he basically said, you know, you have to have a process with these searches. And sometimes it's not your first guy, but your second, third, or fourth are still elite coaches. And, and he brought up the example of Pete Carroll, you know, being the sixth or seventh guy at USC. And again, I'm bringing that up to say that might be an indication he's kind of acknowledging that, like, there were other pursuits. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that certainly is a reasonable way to look at it. When do you feel like we get a legitimate answer to your question of does he become a more engaged, an elite recruiter? Or do we yeah. already know the answer to that? <laughs> I don't, yeah, it's a good, I think a lot of it in some ways will really just depend on a staff, which is kind of like a cop-out answer. But I think you'll learn something these next three, two, three weeks just because it is such a loaded Louisiana year. And then, and it looked like LSU was going to have like a top two or three class in the country, which is how it was looking before the season. And obviously <laughs> things happen, guys loosen up, all that. Yeah. So, and a lot of these guys at LSU still in the mix, right? So I think we're really going to learn, okay, does he keep those Louisiana commits they already have and those five stars, Will Campbell and Walker Hauer? Does he turn on, you know, does he get the, I don't know, Jacoby Matthews to come back to LSU or the, or the Kendrick Laws? You know, can he get those guys back? I think that's going to tell us a lot. But in the grand scheme, yeah, I think I think it's really something you're probably going to get a good sense of, honestly, in the 2023 class or the 24 class where it's, okay, you see him have a full year and all those things. And, and I think one thing that's going to help is the, the, quote, general manager, Austin Thomas, who was kind of like that roster management guru that they had, that Scott Woodward brought on a year ago. He's still there to kind of be that. I think he's going to be a key liaison. They're going to keep some 
I think they're going to keep at least one or two of those kind of Louisiana tied staffers on the on the coaching staff. So that'll help. But I think we'll find out next year kind of what he's like as a Louisiana recruiter. You know, Ross Dellinger used to be on that beat. He would probably suggest that you kick your feet back, uh, kick your feet up, and sit back and uh, and have a cocktail that that you've earned <laughs> it at this point. Yes, I just filed my story literally three minutes before I hopped on with you, and then I'm driving home, and I am going to take the night off and have a night for sure. Good for you, Brody. Thanks for your time. Always uh, always a treat. I always appreciate that time you on. Take care. <laughs> Brody Miller from The Athletic covers LSU. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 72. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 50. Your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 74. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 52. And for your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 76. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. The Waterford on Highland Colony is much more than bingo and bread pudding. Call us to see why we're doing retirement right at the Waterford on Highland Colony in Ridgeland. 601-856-6131. 601-856-6131. The Waterford. Proud sponsors of Old Miss Sports. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. 
I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Earlier today, the U.S. Supreme Court heard arguments on the constitutionality of Mississippi's 15-week abortion ban. This is the most serious challenge to Roe v. Wade in decades. Attorney General Lynn Fitch says a lot has happened with regard to women in the 50 years since that decision was made. In 50 years, we've had the 1993, you had the, the medical, the maternity, paternity leave was installed. She said women's careers have also changed. You can remotely work or you've got flexible schedules or things where mothers can do both. You don't have to be pitted one against the other. You can successfully have a career and you can successfully raise a family. And I think that's so key to where we are 50 years later to have that discussion and the empowerment of women and then certainly saving and protecting the sanctity of life. We don't expect the high court to render a decision until June of next year. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. I'm Michael Watson, Mississippi's 36th Secretary of State. Mississippians are known for our generosity, especially during the Christmas season. Just last year, Mississippi Charities bought in roughly $1.7 billion. Before you make a donation, be sure to check the validity of the charity or organization on our website, sos.ms.gov. Taking this extra step will not only protect you, but will also ensure your donation goes to those who need it most. From the Secretary of State family to yours, have a safe and Merry Christmas. From the coast to the delta and all points in between, the stories of your Mississippi, all 82 counties, are heard here with Super Talk Mississippi News. What happens? Why does it happen? And how will it affect you, your family, and your bottom line? From the capital to your county, we bring you the most important stories from all across the state. Stay here and stay informed. Super Talk Mississippi News, online at supertalk.fm. On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday afternoon. We got a new set of college football playoff rankings last night. About what we thought, right? Georgia won. Michigan jumps three spots from number five to number two. Alabama stays put at number three. Cincinnati stays put at number four, which brings me to my first question. By staying at three and not falling to four after a very uninspiring win against Auburn in the Egg Bowl, does Alabama have enough cushion to lose in a close game to Georgia and remain in the top four? No. Depends on what else happens. Conference champion losers, though, 
in the playoff era don't fall very much. That is correct. That's true, but there's just too many. I mean, Notre Dame doesn't have another game, and I know the conference. I know the committee stupidly is saying that they're going to take Brian Kelly's departure into account, but they're going to just be sitting there with one loss. They'll they'll get in. Why do you say stupidly? Because you have to you have to reward the team for the season, not punish them for their coach leaving. That's what this is for. Yeah. The whole idea. Well, we. I mean, I mean, tomorrow there could be a a, a COVID outbreak in Athens, and you know we're going to say, oh well, you know we 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 thought that might happen, so we went ahead and knocked them down. No, you rank the teams based on the season they've had, not on where their coaching staff ends up. Does Michigan, after its dominant performance against Ohio State, have enough cushion to lose to Iowa in the Big Ten championship game and stay in the top four? It all depends on what else happens. I mean, we are approaching a situation. Now now that the rankings are out, we know this for sure. So we know that there are four games that matter this weekend. In terms of playoff implications, you want to see good quarterback play, watch the ACC championship game. But the winner of that game does nothing. You got four games. It's the SEC Big Ten, Big 12, and AAC. Two of those games, it's only really impactful if the favorite loses. But if Michigan loses to Iowa, entirely possible. Alabama loses to Georgia. Most people expect it. Cincinnati loses to Houston, entirely possible. And let's throw another one in there. Oklahoma State loses to Baylor. What the heck does the committee do now? That's when it gets weird. That's when it gets really weird. And so so, 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 so that's unlikely for all of those to happen, but still, they're all possible. Borky, I want to pull this into the conversation. Because there is a... Let me put a scenario in play and then give what you included here in the rundown because I think it's really fascinating. Let's say that even though nobody thinks Alabama can beat Georgia, or few people think Alabama can beat Georgia, few people are picking that, let's say Alabama beats Georgia. And let's also say that Oklahoma State beats Baylor. And let's say that Michigan beats Iowa. Okay? So, everybody but Cincinnati has at least one loss. But, do you now get to the place where you jump Oklahoma State over Cincinnati? Now, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Because I want to I lend a little perspective to Alabama actually winning against Georgia. Since 2008, Alabama has been an underdog of any kind in a game five times. Saturday will mark the sixth. They were a a one-and-a-half-point underdog, most recently in 2015, to Georgia. You know what the result was? Alabama 38 to 10. 
They were not an underdog in the six years prior. you got to go all the way back to 2009 to find another time that Alabama was an underdog. Four-and-a-half-point underdog to Florida, 2009. Beat Florida 32-13. to 2008, six-and-a-half-point underdog to Georgia. If I remember correctly, that was the blackout game. Maybe not. Alabama won it forty-one to thirty. What was the date? Two thousand eight. Yep, that's the blackout game. I thought they won more convincingly in the blackout game than that. I mean, they were up big, and Georgia scored garbage points. Okay. Two thousand eight, Alabama four-point underdog to Clemson, beat them thirty-four to ten. Also in two thousand eight, ten-point underdog to Florida, think in the SEC championship game and lost thirty-one to twenty. Nick Saban's teams have been an underdog five times since 2008. They are 4-1, wrong team favored, outright winner in those five games. So completely dismissing that Alabama has any chance to beat Georgia feels a little short-sighted. It does. And the thing I keep going back to is, like you said yesterday, Georgia's defense is significantly better than Auburn's, and Auburn's was able to shut down Alabama for three quarters in 11 minutes. Almost a full game. Yeah. But Georgia has not seen talent this season at all like they're about to see on Saturday. Not anywhere close. Is Arkansas their most difficult game at home, or is it at Tennessee? Pick either one. That's not anywhere close to what Alabama will present them. So just on a surface-level talent, Georgia hasn't seen this yet. This Georgia defense has not seen this kind of offensive talent yet. And we also have a sample size. This is not Nick Saban's best team. I had somebody tell me this is Nick Saban's worst team in a decade. Also not true. No. But it's still a Nick Saban-coached Alabama team. Why on earth? would we count them out so convincingly? What has given you the reason to believe that a Nick Saban-coached Alabama team will not be ready and competitive in the SEC championship game? Now, just how good good is Georgia's defense, Brian Haydad? They gave up. It's incredible. They gave up 83 points this year. 14 of those came off of turnovers. If you doubled the number of points that Georgia gave up this year and they had given up 166 points instead of 83, they would still be the number one scoring defense in the SEC by 25 points. And like I said, they... Of that 83, two of those touchdowns came off of turnovers. So they actually only gave up uh, uh, the 69 points. Nice. Stats of the day brought to you by possibly you. Email me, Borky at supertalk.fm. There it is. Hmm. They're in the notes every day, guys. If you want to be a part of it, you know, you know how to reach me. Um, but... That being said, and we've got people on the text line repeating kind of what I said. Yes, Auburn shut Alabama down. Yes, there is 
a lot of things being said about Bill O'Brien. Absolutely. And no, Alabama hasn't seen a defense quite as talented as Georgia's. Sure, something's got to give. I, I just I can't bring myself to do like what a USA Today columnist did in 2015 or what Joel Klatt did on the Cowherd Show, where he said that Nick's, or that Alabama has a Nick Saban problem, or the dynasty is over. Counting this man out is a very stupid thing to do. Even if Georgia wins this weekend, going into this game, it's still a stupid thing to do. I think Georgia's going to win the game, but I'm not picking against Alabama. If I have money to put on this game, it's not going on this game. I'll keep it in my pocket. Go get a steak. I mean, I think it makes sense to play Georgia if you're playing the game. I think it it makes sense at the surface. I wouldn't do it. This is a game where Ole Miss fans... With all of their might and all of their gusto, should cheer for Alabama. That may be hard to do. I don't know. For some people, it's, you know, not like cheering for your arch rival, whomever you claim the arch rival to be. It's not doing that. I wish we had an Ole Miss centric giveaway we could do, and you had to text in Roll Tide to win it. Yeah. Well,. You want to go to the Sugar Bowl, and you're an Ole Miss fan, you're cheering for Alabama. Or you are cheering for absolute and utter chaos this weekend across all of the championship games. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Looking good for the most part, just your typical congestion starting to build on the stack. 20 westbound uh, from 49 all the way to Gallatin, 55 south, slowing down just uh, over the Pearl River. Elsewhere, things looking fairly decent. Like I said, this update brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans at River Trust Federal Credit Union. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pilium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pilium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart Solutions. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family owned and operated. We're located in Gladstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh-cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. 
Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Don't let joint pain or a sports injury keep you down. Capital Ortho is ready with a new look, a new name, and the same great care to get you back in the game. 601-987-8200 for all your bone and joint needs. Choose Capital Ortho and get back to living your best life. Hotty toddy. Demand the best for your truck. Linex spray-on bed liners give the only nationwide lifetime warranty. Linex of Jackson is your source for all of your truck accessory needs. From lift kits, wheels, tires, bed covers, hitches, you name it, we do it. Want leather installed in your car or truck? We even give a lifetime warranty on our leather. Linex of Jackson has been your source for spray-in bed liner and truck accessories for over 20 years. Come see us on Highway 80 between Airport and Crossgates. Linex of Jackson, 601-664-0030. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit cspire.com slash business. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. (laughs) On Super Talk Mississippi. After what, four or five spots in the college football playoff poll, kind of looking at where everybody is ranked. And as we roll into the 5 o'clock hour with the college football fix, we're going to look at some of the different scenarios of how this could play out. There's some things that we know for certain. Number one, win or lose, Georgia is in the playoff. Number two, if Michigan wins, they're in. Michigan loses to Iowa, then things could get weird for them and what happens elsewhere could and would factor in. We know at number three, if Alabama wins, they are in the playoff. If Alabama loses, it seems unlikely, but again, if chaos reigns and that's a close loss to Georgia, who is definitively and clearly the best team in the country or has then to this point of the season, then maybe you look at Alabama and go, hold on a second. We all believe that Georgia is clear-cut the number one team in the country. 
and Alabama played with him snap for snap for 60 minutes, and they lost by a field goal, or they lost on a last-second touchdown, doesn't that make Alabama one of the best four teams in the country? If they played with the best team like that? Especially with the resumes of others around them, yeah. Well, and, and I'm thinking about it from the standpoint of, okay, what are the conversations that happen in that ballroom at Gaylord Dallas, Gaylord Grapevine, where they meet? That feels like a conversation that would happen. Now, beyond those three teams, I don't know that we know a lot. We don't know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Cincinnati winning keeps them in the top four, period, end of sentence, no doubt. We may think that, but we don't know what else happens around them. Because what if the committee says, well, Oklahoma State in the last two weeks has beaten what was a top ten team in Oklahoma and a top ten team in Baylor And they also have wins against teams that were in the top 25 at the time against Kansas State and Baylor in the regular season and Texas. Obviously, Texas is much different. I'm just saying at the time. And their only loss all year is a field goal loss on the road to a pretty good Iowa State team. And Cincinnati's strength of schedule is like 97th out of 130 teams. Why, again, is it that Oklahoma State isn't more deserving Then Cincinnati, we don't know what they're going to do with that scenario. A lot of unknowns. It's been a long time, but we've seen them drop a winner in 2014. But it is is exciting. Who'd they drop in 2014? Refresh my memory. Uh, You need your memory refreshed of what happened to Ole Miss in 2014? Those guys. Those guys won their final game of the year. It was on Championship Saturday. But it was not a championship game because the Big 12 didn't have one back then. TCU won a billion to zero in their last game on championship Saturday and fell out of the top four. And they were good and fighting Much to Richard Cross's chagrin. Yeah. It just means that we have an exciting final weekend because nothing's set in stone. It looks like we're going to see some new names in the playoff. A lot of unknowns, but there'll be a lot of fun. There is one thing I do know, and that's that Mississippi State won the national championship in college baseball. Mm-hmm. They did. Got a trophy for it, too. They sure did. Big one. They did. Wouldn't it be fun if Alabama beat Georgia, Iowa beat Michigan, Houston beat Cincinnati, Oklahoma State won or didn't win against Baylor either way? Some men just want to watch the world burn. Well, don't you think it could get... Eventually it's like everybody lost, so just keep them where they were. I mean, think about that. Okay, what? What? Okay, so Alabama beats Georgia. One. That's one, that's one and three. Michigan loses to Iowa. Cincinnati loses to Houston. Oklahoma State loses to Baylor. Notre Dame didn't play anybody, but they lost They're their in. head coach. They're, they're, they're in. They're four. You sure? I think so. Ohio State got skull-dragged by Michigan last week. I think... So it could be... 
in that scenario, oh, it could be Alabama 1, Georgia 2, Notre Dame 3, and Michigan could just stay 4. Depending on how they lose to Iowa? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't ex- I mean it's Iowa. I expect them if they're going to lose, they're going to lose like 13 to 10 on a hmm. pick 6. Larry and Mize, I think this is in response to your um, <laughs> to your national championship baseball. He goes, well, I know one thing that's sure. He says Mississippi State won't be in the college football playoffs. I knew that in September. True statement. Why does a close loss to Georgia get Bama help, but a close win in four overtimes to a bad Auburn team doesn't hurt them? In the immortal words of Tom Hanks in Big, I don't get it. It's a reasonable question. Sports Talk Mississippi College Football Fix is next. You're listening to WFMN for Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Peroni's Tree Pros. Online at Peroni's Tree Pros.com. News. I'm Rich Dennison. The first U.S. case of the new Omicron coronavirus variant has been confirmed by the CDC, involving someone who recently returned to California from South Africa, where the strain was first reported. So this is cause for concern, but it is also certainly not a cause for us to panic. We are prepared here in the city for this. Dr. Grant Colfax is the director of public health in San Francisco, where the first U.S. case was confirmed earlier today. The 15-year-old accused of killing four people and injuring others yesterday at his high school in Oxford, Michigan, formally charged today. Charged as an adult with terrorism and four counts of intentional homicide in the shooting deaths of fellow students in injury of seven others. The pistol used belonged to the boy's father. Fox's Jeff Manasso, that teen ordered held without bond on those charges. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Pro-choice and pro-life advocates gathered outside the Supreme Court as the justices heard oral arguments on a Mississippi law that bans abortions at 15 weeks. One protester explained why she was there. I'm pro-life, so I believe that every abortion ends the life of an innocent, unique, pre-born human being. So we want to stop that. So we're here to reverse Roe v. Wade. 
Congressman Michael Guest is among several Mississippi dignitaries supporting Attorney General Lynn Fitch in her effort. It is an honor to work with our Attorney General as we attempt to overturn Roe v. Wade. The gift of life is one of God's greatest miracles and we must fight to protect the life of the unborn. The court adjourned just before 11 this morning. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. This piece of land allows us to grow row after row of corn, cotton, and soybeans. That's why as a farm family of Mississippi, we do our best to take care of this land. Water conservation, improvements in soil health, and reducing our carbon footprint, all to grow the best products we can. It's just how we do things around here, providing for our family and yours, the farm families of Mississippi. The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local steel dealer or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find yours. Available at participating dealers while supplies last. State Education Superintendent Dr. Carrie Wright says critical race theory does not exist in K through 12 schools in our state. Our standards are up on the on the website for anybody to take a look at. Do we teach U.S. history? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do we teach um, you know the fact that we went through a civil war? Absolutely. I mean, we teach the things that of our history. The Mississippi Center for Public Policy published a report in October claiming several departments at public universities do teach CRT. We talked with their CEO, Douglas Carswell, about their findings. What we find objectionable is not so much that critical race theory is being taught in universities, but there's no balance. There's no countervailing arguments against what's being taught. Governor Tate Reeves has called for the removal of critical race theory from schools in the state. He's even said he'd use state money to ban it from the classroom. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services in Hattiesburg is one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses. Pine Grove provides the highest quality mental health care for children, adolescents, and adults. Pine Grove also features several specialty addiction treatment programs for men and women. Additionally, Pine Grove specializes in the treatment of licensed professionals. Please call 1-888-574-HOPE for more information and visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Here, Sports Talk Mississippi. You like this show, huh? Yeah! Super Talk Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi with you. Five o'clock hour on this Wednesday, middle of the week. Good to be with you. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. And talked a lot of college basketball. Mississippi State has a game tomorrow night at home against Lamar. Uh, Ole Miss played at home last night against Ryder and uh, won and really played pretty well. One of the better games they've played. So, uh, you say Ryder and you go, who? Ryder nearly beat South Carolina over the weekend and then uh, played a uh, pretty good first half against Ole Miss. Rebels pulled away. Big night for uh, Nasir Brooks, the uh, seven-foot center for Ole Miss. Pulled down 15 rebounds in the game. Uh, Kermit Davis talked after the game about a focus on rebounding and transition defense. And uh, big one coming up on Saturday for the Ole Miss basketball team when they host Memphis, who is a top mm, 15 team right now, top 10 team, 15. I don't remember exactly where they are in the polls. So, as we get closer to the start of Oh, I thought you were saying top 15 teams in the holster for NCAA sanctions, but that works too. Yeah. Or are they going to get punished for their head coach directly paying a player and then telling everybody he did it? Oh. Because that that happened. Will Wade hasn't, so, you know. (laughs) Look, man, I don't know what's up (laughs) in college basketball in terms of rules violations in the NCAA. You've got one coach on a wiretap talking about how he's given his players league minimum. And then you got another coach just like, yeah, I gave him fifteen grand. So what? <laughs> okay. It's one cent hard away, right? Yes, sir. Isn't that what he is on Twitter? Like I am one cent or something like that? I don't know, I don't, but it, I don't he, follow Penny. He can uh he can recruit, that's for sure. I wonder they how they've got some dudes on that roster at Memphis. So they'll probably travel a- well at Oxford too, won't they? A bunch of people wearing Memphis blue in there. Uh, yes, I would think that would be a safe assumption. 11 a.m. tip-off, I think, on uh, on Saturday morning. Ooh, get your the, coffee. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you want to be part of the conversation, we'd love for you to join us on the C Spire text line. That number is 601-879-4395. Meet the authority team from C Spire Business. Gain the IT exper- expertise. Try that again. Gain the IT expertise that you need to tackle your toughest challenges and find new opportunities. Learn more at cspirebusiness.com. Sports Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. Visit them online at visitoxfordms.com. Follow them on social media, whichever platform you prefer, at Visit Oxford MS. Holly Jolly Holidays begins today. They are opening the ice rink tonight at 5 o'clock. They pushed it back from 3 o'clock because of unseasonably warm temperatures and, you know, ice and keeping it frozen and not melting and uh then it's college night tonight with dj mario and they're going you like that hey dad didn't you that's just funny to <laughs> yeah we were gonna do it but it's hot what do you want it's yeah we're gonna have to uh have to wait a couple of hours longer until the sun goes away so uh students with a valid college id get a discounted rate to skate tonight college night at the ice rink uh, you got skating from 3 to 9 tomorrow and Friday with a Chick-fil-A food truck on site. Then on Saturday from 9 in the morning until 9 at night. Holiday art market, 9 to 5. Caricature painting or drawing. Santa at the Visit Oxford Car- uh, I'm sorry, Cottage on uh, Jackson Avenue. Tons going on. Carriage rides, double-decker bus shuttles from the square to the uh, ice skating rink at the Armory Pavilion. Etc. Etc. You can find the full list of events online at visitoxfordms.com. 
It is time right now for the College Football Fix. College Football Fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Log on. You know the website by now. BuyFordNow.com. 2021 Ford F-150 is smart, tough, and built to get the job done because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few. They are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. So let's circle back to it. College football playoff poll. we got one more that's coming next Sunday afternoon. That will be the one that matters because that will be the one that sets the four teams for the college football playoff and sets the New Year's Six Bowl matchups as well. Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State. That's the top five. Next five, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Ole Miss, Baylor, Oregon. All right, now the games this weekend that have a direct effect will directly impact the playoff. SEC Championship, Georgia-Alabama. What do you guys see when you look at this game? Georgia in a walk. So you're not buying it. I know we just talked about all that stuff. Alabama can't block anybody. They have had offensive line issues all year, and now you're going to play the best defensive line in the country and the best defense in the country? I mean, it just smells like trouble. I don't think they're going to be able to protect Bryce Young. Okay. That's a cool customer, Bryce Young. He is. Great quarterback. Probably going to win the Heisman Trophy. But Ooh, you think? I don't know at this point. I feel like I don't know on that one. He doesn't deserve it. Well, is he 39 is, touchdowns and three interceptions? That's that not right? the most outstanding player in college football. Well, this year, I don't know who is. I really don't. I feel like it's probably a defensive player. Cut it into but. 11 pieces and give it to Georgia? <laughs> Your defense. Yeah. Heisman Trophy. That's 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 sort of where we are. But that being said, I think Bryce Young will win the Heisman Trophy. Yes. Michigan and Iowa. Michigan is there a letdown? They're coming off that dominating win. How about what Iowa's done? They moved up two more spots in the playoff. Uh, since back-to-back losses, Iowa had a six and zero start, and they climbed to what number two in the country in the AP poll? Two yeah, or three. And I remember the week that they became number two, all of us were like, that's not going to last. Not going <laughs> to last. They promptly lost to Purdue, scored only seven points in that game, and then followed it up with a loss to Wisconsin, scored only seven points in the game. But since then, wins over Northwestern, who's bad, Minnesota, who's pretty good, Illinois, and Nebraska. I'm trying to talk myself into somehow that Iowa's competitive. The only way they're competitive is if their defense dominates, though, right? Because that Michigan defense dealing with Iowa's very average offense feels like a massive mismatch. Iowa can't score. That, yeah, that's, that's their that's issue. The big thing. They, yeah. they, they don't have a, a single dynamic playmaker. Remember, I mean, C.J. Stroud threw for 400 yards, right? But Michigan largely kept that Ohio State offense in check for that for most of that game. 27 points given up to that Ohio State offense is a good day at the office. It really is. 
There is not a single Iowa starter not on the offensive line. Because apparently they've got a center that's just otherworldly, according to Cole Kublik, who I should believe. So maybe their center would start at Ohio State. Skill positions, there's not a single person that plays wide receiver or running back or quarterback at Iowa that would crack the depth chart at Ohio State. There is no speed, no dynamic playmaker on that team at all. They cannot score. They can't score on the bad Big Ten teams. <clears throat> I'm expected to believe they're going to score on that Michigan defense? No shot. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like it. Arkansas and Iowa in the Citrus Bowl will be a heck of a game. Though. I would pick Arkansas to win by, I would. by two scores right now. I would, too. Oklahoma State-Baylor in the Big 12 championship game. 11 a.m. Saturday morning on ABC in Dallas. Baylor has two losses this year. They lost to Oklahoma State in Stillwater by 10 back in October. And then still kind of inexplicably, immediately post Gary Patterson, Jerry Kill is the interim head coach. By the way, Jerry Kill got the uh, New Mexico State job. Good for him. They lose that game 30-28 to to TCU. So what about since then? Well, they beat Oklahoma handily. They beat Kansas State, low-scoring game, 20-10. to And then they survived last week against Texas Tech. Texas Tech's field goal kicker had not missed a kick all year long. Remember he had the 62-yarder to win a couple of weeks back? Yeah. He missed it. And they won 27-24 against Texas Tech. On a less uh, important note, well, maybe if you're not for this state, a lot of smoke that Mississippi State will match up with Texas Tech in the Liberty Bowl. Oh, Mike Leach against Texas Tech. Oh, that's fun. That's, uh, that, we get some storylines, don't we? Got some storylines there. And the stark difference between kicking ability between the two teams. Yeah, you're right about Ra- that. Rather no, significant in that game, <laughs> for whatever that's worth. There is a difference. You're right. Oklahoma State favored in the game, as you would expect. Could be a fun one. Oklahoma State's playing really oh, well. Oh, yeah. Should be a blast. Really good defensive. Yeah. Could be a good game. There's one more game to look at when we come back. It's the American Conference Championship game. We'll be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you, they're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Well, typical congestion, 55 southbound down through the waterworks all the way down to the stack continues eastbound to 49. And the same is true for westbound on 20 at the stack uh, congested between 49 and Gallatin. And the uh, usual exodus of traffic northbound on Lakeland uh, crossing over the Pearl River and at Flowood. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at bennelson.com. On game day, Ole Miss leaves it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you any day of the week. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. 
the 2021 Ford F-150 and Ole Miss. Built for greatness. Visit your Mississippi Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. What we're going to do right here is go back. And now back to the, back to the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. So let's get rolling. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. this American Conference Championship game. Will Cincinnati be the first Power 5 team to finish in the top four and make the college football playoff? They've done nope. all the work. They will not. No, they won't. They will not. Absolutely not. Did I say the first? What did it? Yeah, uh, you, you messed group up. Group of five. Just, yeah, said you said power the first five. Power 5, yeah. Well, they can be. I guess they're official members of the Big 12 now. Yeah. You know what Big I mean. The 12 might have two of the four. Yeah. With all this, think about saying that back in August when all this, or, or, you know, when all the dust was settling. My goodness. Let me try that big setup again. Go ahead. Houston and Cincinnati, 3 o'clock on ABC in the American Conference Championship game. Will Cincinnati be the first group of five team? I think we got it right there. To earn their way as one of the top four teams into the college football playoff. Real quick, uh, just, I don't know if you want to call it breaking or not, but Brett McMurphy says the uh, the playoff expansion committee, the management committee, uh, prefer, they want expansion, they want it to go to 12, and they do want the first-round games to be played on campus. The only hang-up is the auto qualifiers, and they meet again in January. Sounds like they're going to get closer to a deal, but first-round games 
will be played on campus. That's pretty cool. That's outstanding. But back to the uh, discussion, is I keep thinking about this game. Is it as simple as winning your in for Cincinnati? I think the answer is no, but should it be no? I think it's a yes. I mean, they're playing a top 20 team this week. If they win that game and they finish the season undefeated, I think they're in. Regardless of what else happens, winning they're in this weekend. Here's what Cincinnati's done this year. We all know what their best win is, right? At Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. beat them 24-13. Their wins are against Miami of Ohio, Murray State, Indiana, and did not look good against Indiana. Came back, even covered in that game, but it took a while. At Notre Dame, isn't it crazy how you randomly remember a team covered in week three? Go figure. Makes you wonder. They smoked Temple. They smoked UCF. That's a decent football team. It's a good one. It's a bowl Won team. a close game at Navy. Struggled for a while at Tulane. Final score doesn't really tell the story, but they won it 31-12, to so they got it done. Won a close game against Tulsa. Beat USF on the road. Crushed SMU. And took care of business against East Carolina. They've played one good team this year. One. And they'll play their second good team this weekend. Now, I hope I don't get painted as one of these college football elitists. Because I'm not. I, I, I mean, I mean I, I've seen... I've seen Tim Brando use that specific verbiage. You know, the, the, the college football elitists don't want to. No, it's not that. You had no problem with Cincinnati in the playoff. But I do think how Cincinnati, and, and, and Cincinnati did what it was capable of doing, right? They scheduled two Power Five opponents, both on the road. They beat them both. An Indiana team that that would have been an incredibly impressive win a year ago, but Indiana wasn't very good this year. And a Notre Dame team who is now two spots behind them in the rankings and the only loss all year is to Cincinnati. Is that enough of a measure to say Cincinnati belongs? Or do we look at the fact and go, Cincinnati played one good team this year. They won that game. They were impressive doing so. That's not one of the best four teams in America. What do we want in the playoff? We want the best four? We want the four most deserving? Do we want the four with the fewest blemishes on their record, regardless of how they got to that record? What do we want? I mean, last year they played. You guys want Cincinnati in? Yes. Last year they played Georgia down to the wire. Okay. I mean, I just don't buy into the idea that just because they're Cincinnati, that if you put them. I think Ohio State, Georgia will beat them pretty easily. Alabama would probably beat them pretty easily. But don't tell me Cincinnati can't make a game against Oklahoma State or Michigan or Oregon or anybody else. They can. They can. So put them in there. And here's the thing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, we 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 talk about this every year, right? That oh, they'll they'll get the the heck beat out of them. Well, we put 
Oklahoma in there to get the crap beat out of them every year, and we put Washington to get the crap beat out of it, and Notre Dame gets the crap beat out of them. We do it every year. Every year somebody's getting the, getting pounded in the semifinals. So what's the difference? Who cares? Okay. If they go in there and they get beat to death by Michigan, you can point at them and say, they didn't belong. We'll never make that mistake again. Ceasefire text line. Let them in and let them get the bleep beat out of them just to prove they don't belong. Okay. <laughs> but but who else Richard, has shown that a, they... Is that what you're laughing at, Aiden? Yes. I'll read it. it. Richard, you're not a college football elitist. You're just an elitist. Hashtag cross money. <laughs> but who else has, quote-unquote, earned it? You know, does Oklahoma State have a more impressive win than Cincinnati? No. They've played more difficult teams throughout the duration of their schedule, but it's not. let's not pretend like Oklahoma State's just run through a gauntlet to get to where they are. They lost on the road at Iowa State. Their best win is Oklahoma at home. Maybe Baylor earlier in the year. But Cincinnati's got a more impressive win than they do, for whatever that may be worth. This is why you don't keep it at four teams to begin with. Because this debate just doesn't need to be had once expansion happens, and that'll be welcome. There's no debates with NFL playoffs. There's just scenarios. It's so much better. And, and Borky, I don't understand... I don't understand the holdup on the whole automatic qualifier thing. So the, the original proposal was... Top six conference champions, regardless of league. Top six ranked conference champions, regardless of league, get in the playoff. And then you have six automatic qualifiers. What the Power Five people want, probably the Alliance of Very, Very, Very Good Friends want, is all Power Five conference champions are in the highest-ranked group of five champion is in, and then you go to six at-larges. Everybody gets representation that way. Yeah, it's so simple. And they'll get there. They'll get there eventually. I didn't mean to derail it into a playoff expansion conversation, but I do agree with the sentiment that at some point, maybe you do something just to prove a point. Sort of like, yeah. you know, your your kid keeps messing around with something. You're like, hey, don't touch that. Don't touch that. Eventually, you might just say, you know what? Let them touch it one time. I bet they learn. So, is that where we're going with this? Tough Somebody love. says this. What if they get in and they win? Are you guys still going to bag on them for the championship? And, well, and in fairness, not. it's not Hey, Dad, and Borky. It's me. And I'm not really bagging on them. I've, I've got mixed feelings about this. I'm just asking the questions, are we sure they deserve to be there? If Cincinnati gets in and they win a game, I promise you I will open the show with they deserve to be there. I still don't think it's wrong to question whether they deserve to be there. But we will definitively have an answer that, yes, they deserved. And And they don't have to win. They don't have to win to prove that they deserve to be in the playoff if they get in the playoff. 
puts NC in there, there are no more excuses. They are undefeated, not many choices, and then if they get killed, no one can bring up the group of five talk being deserving anymore. Well, and to to the other guy's point, if they win, then now they belong. It's We get to learn. I do agree with Mark. He says if Cincinnati wins their championship game, they need to be in. You can't put Notre Dame in over them since they beat Notre Dame, and Notre Dame does not play a conference championship. I agree with that, Mark, wholeheartedly. I don't think that's the debate, though. I think the debate is, what if Oklahoma State, a one-loss Oklahoma State, knocks them out? Cincinnati won't get beat by Georgia any worse than Notre Dame or Oklahoma State or Alabama or anybody else is going to get beat by Georgia. This is all a moot point. But Cincinnati has done what they needed to do to get to this point and be in, in my opinion. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. Streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. A couple of segments left on this Wednesday afternoon. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 72. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 50. Your Thursday, sunny conditions, high near 74. Thursday evening, partly cloudy, low around 52. And for your finally Friday, mostly sunny, high near 76. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Push the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi's super all-wheel control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get thunderstruck. Super all-wheel control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12-13-21. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. 
Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomeninatruck.com for a free, no obligation estimate. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. TrustCare. Feel better, faster. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe, the Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the Metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Pro-choice and pro-life advocates gathered outside the Supreme Court as the justices heard oral arguments on a Mississippi law that bans abortions at 15 weeks. One protester explained why she was there. I'm pro-life, so I believe that every abortion ends the life of an innocent, unique, pre-born human being. So we want to stop that. So we're here to reverse Roe v. Wade. Congressman Michael Guest is among several Mississippi dignitaries supporting Attorney General Lynn Fitch in her effort. It is an honor to work with our Attorney General as we attempt to overturn Roe v. Wade. The gift of life is one of God's greatest miracles, and we must fight to protect the life of the unborn. The court adjourned just before 11 this morning. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business, win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit seaspire.com slash business. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's the Augusta you can play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Exactly. Look, it's going to take... Four months before people really get mad about this. But go ahead and get ready. A lockout of Major League Baseball players appears imminent after discussions between the league and the union cut off negotiations earlier this afternoon, less than 12 hours before the expiration of the current collective bargaining agreement. 
It was an ignominious end to three days of bargaining that produced no progress after months of talks had done the same, writes Jeff Passan. While there was hope that the face-to-face meetings would generate some movement, no proposals gained traction. Here's the best line in the story. And what... In what's likely to be the last talks between the parties before the league's expected lockout of players on Thursday, leaders for both sides met for seven minutes at the Four Seasons Dallas at Las Colinas. A lot of short meetings in Dallas these days. Hello! Brian Kelly should have met his team there. The... um, the players' union rejected a proposal from the owner's side, and basically they all just walked out. This so. is so incredibly stupid on their part. <laughs> it, because we are trending... some juice, had some momentum. It did. America's team won the World Series and everything. But we are trending societally in a direction of, if you're not in front of us right now, you're irrelevant. True or false, a lockout this year that extends well into the season will be more detrimental than the lockout in the 94-95 deal. Which that one happened mid-season and it stopped, right? There's no World Series following the 94 season. Correct. I was three, so (laughs) I don't remember. I remember. Braves had a chance to win it all in '94. Expos, Expos led the division. Had the best record, didn't they? Were Expos the led the division when the the lockout came. Yeah, and then, Matt Williams uh, was on pace to break uh, Roger Maris's record. I remember that. And then in '95, the Braves won it all, and people, you know, if you weren't a fan of the teams that were playing, what was that Braves Indians that year? Correct. Uh, then you weren't terribly invested, and it wasn't until the summer of love home run chase with uh, with McGuire and Sosa that people really kind of came back. They came back in droves. Borky makes a great point. This is a really difficult time to take your product yeah. off of front and center. You give us a summer with no, no baseball, and somebody's going to fill that void, yep. and you'll be lucky to get it back. I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know. Does, does the NFL find a way to play some June games? <laughs> they, they they do it though. They're, if if they if they they're having meetings about it, like can we play a couple of games in June? A couple of like high level exhibition games? I don't know. Nah. The void yeah. will be filled though. It will be it, filled. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be sports, but there's other stuff besides baseball niche things that happen yeah. in the summer. And, and Golf, I mean, baby. We, we 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 gathered around the TVs two years ago to watch the last dance because it was all we had. Yeah, no, something will happen. Uh, the PGA the, golf is a great one, actually. That's a great one because nobody benefited more in sports from COVID than the PGA Tour. Nobody did better ratings. They came back first. Remember, they they were back first. They came back first. They were the only show in town aside from Japanese baseball for a while. And uh, they, NASCAR was first, and then golf uh, well, was right after that. Okay, uh, let's not get into Ooh, that. Michael Borky with the NASCAR is not a sport take. I remember uh, back before I had a role on this show when uh, when you got into the our NASCAR drivers athletes thing, and I don't want that anger sent in my direction. That was like, Michael I, Borky telling you that NASCAR is not a sport. 
I was listening to a podcast, the Rewatchables, yesterday. They were they were reviewing Hoosiers, and then somebody listed Bill Simmons listed his top five sports movies, and he said Rounders, and I was like, No, I, I can't with the poker as a sport. I can't. No. So NASCAR's a sport, though. I'm not. I'm not even putting a toe in that pool. If it's not the NFL, is it an offshoot? Well, somebody just on the text line just said XFL opportunity. The Rock, the People's Champion, could figure something out. Baseball's already becoming nationally irrelevant. It, 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 that's where it is headed. Go ahead and lock out when everybody's attention span is the same length as a goldfish. Shout out mm-hmm. Ted Lasso. There is so much stuff at our fingertips that if you are not relevant right now, you disappear. It's not just that you're not there, it's you're gone. Nobody even cares about you anymore. You you can't come back because there's something new and shiny over here dangling in front of people's faces. You've already got length of game problems. You've already got strikeout issues. Now there's a new scandal with they quietly made the players use two separate baseballs to get data points this year. Pitchers are furious about that, by the way. So you got all this stuff going on, none of it's good, and now you're not even going to play games? Good luck maintaining relevancy as you I give mean, $300 million contracts to players that nobody's ever heard of. Good luck maintaining that. I mean, I'm a Giants fan. You all know that. Had a great year this year. I kept up through social media, but games watched on television... 11. Mm. I watched all their games against the Braves because they were on that the Braves affiliate that I get. And then I watched the NLDS. Other than that, they were never on TV. So I can barely keep up with this team anyway. You know, I'm just, I just look on Twitter. Okay. They're, they're winning. You know, they're okay. They won. That's it. Yeah. I, I could, I could let that go just like that. Uh, random nugget, sports business nugget. Sports NFTs, non-fungible tokens, will generate over $2 billion in transactions in 2022 per Deloitte. So that's a projection that will basically double 2021, and they expect 4 to 5 million sports fans will have purchased or been gifted an NFT sports collectible by the end of next year. Please, nobody get me one. I don't want one. Okay. Good to know. It's an incredibly another, elaborate money laundering scheme, and I'm impressed by it. There was another sports business nugget today uh, I thought it was interesting. Bob Ten Stoops. Ten years and $325 million for Corey Seager with the Rangers. Glad to see him get out of L.A., I'll tell you that. Uh, Bob Stoops, going to coach one game for the Sooners. They're going to give him $325,000. It's a good racket if you can get it. Three, how much? Three twenty, three hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to coach one game, a bowl, a completely and totally meaningless Alamo Bowl appearance, basically. Good for him. I mean, what is this world we live in? All right, I think we get time to do this. We need to carry it into the next segment. We can. Uh Matt Connor or Matt Corral. Wins the Connerly Trophy last night. Ole Miss's athletics director, Keith Carter, was there. Wilson, the strength and conditioning coach, was there. Met him. Great guy. 
Yeah. Lane Kiffin was not. Oh. And there are a lot of people that are, like, up in arms about that. Should they be? It's weird that he's not there. To me. It's weird. Especially since he was in Jackson. Well, not while the award show was going on. It doesn't matter. He, he was in the city of, take a minute, put on a suit, come to the thing. No, I'm saying he wasn't in Jackson while that was happening. He was doing an in-home visit with a recruit while it was happening. But he was in Jackson yesterday. Yeah, at some point. So then go to the event. Go support your guy. Yes. May have just been I, on an airplane it's, landing it's and not taking a, off in Jackson. It's not a fireable offense. It's not... You know, anything, you know, it, don't have to put the scarlet letter on him. But it's weird that the head coach wasn't there to see his guy win the award. To my knowledge, all of the other head coaches were there, including uh, Coach Prime, whose son was was up for the award. It's a little strange seeing Deion Sanders in a wheelchair. was. That was. I, I, I don't know why that took me aback a little bit. I mean, I know that's how he's been coaching, but still. So people say, why was Lane not there? He was recruiting. A very significant recruit. I mean, hey, we, it, but Leach was recruiting yesterday, and he found time to go to the award. All the of award this ceremony. outrage, I think, is in two places. Or, or there, there's two things that I saw. First of all, some of the outrage coming from Mississippi State-affiliated people are trying to feel better about losing the Egg Bowl. Let's be honest. Talking about Lane Kiffin not going to the Connor, he's not going to unlose you that Egg Bowl. But if the shoe were on the other foot, Mike Leach wasn't there. Those same people that are using it as gotchas on Twitter would be defending it. Well, it's the same. It's this is and how life is. That's how it is. Exactly. Of course. Whatever state does is bad for the Ole Miss, and Ole Miss it just reverses it. In every, in every possible instance. But it is Wouldn't weird. most Ole Miss fans be okay with the fact that the head coach was trying to get the commitment of a player as opposed to being... Sure. But if that was Leach, they would be saying, well, of course, he didn't show up. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll wrap it up with you next. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Well, 55 southbound slowing from the waterworks all the way to the stack, 55 northbound slowing at Old Canton Road to the 220 interchange. Also seeing delays, 55 northbound just past the Gluckstadt exit and delays in Pearl, 468 northbound at I-20. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call them at 601-353-5217. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. 
Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Carter Jewelers is buying our diamonds from some of the biggest diamond producers in the world. We're using the best manufacturers to produce what I know is the finest quality jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. Eliminating importers, wholesalers, and expensive branding, bringing our customers the best jewelry ever made at incredible prices. At Carter Jewelers Christmas Sale, we've got smoking hot deals all over the store. Over a thousand pieces with second and third markdowns galore. 18 months interest-free financing, no credit check financing, layaway and trade-in welcome. We're Carter Jewelers downtown Jackson at the corner of State Street and High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. With Carter Jewelers massive selection, quality, and incredible pricing, why would you ever want to shop anyplace else? Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we celebrate Have Yourself a Delta Little Christmas. Enjoy festive holiday music by Chris Dixon and Joyful Noise, Trisha Walker and the Buford Sisters, along with the brother-sister duo Variety. Have Yourself a Delta Little Christmas will be held at the Grammy Museum Mississippi on December 6th at 7 p.m. and tickets are $50. To purchase tickets or learn more about the Grammy Museum's current exhibit MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you, too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. Com. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Do you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Studios, Pearl River Resort, the home of the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. When you're thinking about making a play, make it at the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. For more, 
Visit them online at PearlRiverResort.com. Um, I was kind of scanning through, thinking about the SEC championship games. We talked about Georgia's defense earlier, right? Georgia's giving up on the year 6.9 points per game. Nice. Alabama's defense pretty good, third in the SEC, 19.9. That's a that's a respectable number, right? That's a very respectable number. They are thir- two full touchdowns a game behind Georgia. Yeah. They are. Oosh. They are. Scoring offense, 42.7 per game for Alabama. Given what we've talked about, the fact about Georgia not being elite offensively, right? We, you, that that has been out there. Do we all realize that Georgia is second in the SEC in scoring at forty point seven points per game? Nobody ever thinks about it though, because they just they just crush people so bad. Because they're giving up sub seven a game on yeah. the other side. I mean, they they literally could be averaging seventeen points a game and still be undefeated. I want to go back and look. I need to look at. I haven't looked at their schedule enough. I always remember in state in 2018 when they were so good defensively. If they had scored, I think it was 29 points in every game, they would have gone undefeated, which is not a lot. 29 points, not a lot of points. I wonder what it is for Georgia. I don't. I don't know all of their results. I guarantee it's not much over 20 though. Well, wait, we know what it is, isn't it? Didn't we say the other day that Kentucky score or the Tennessee scored 17? So if they had 18 points in every game, they'd still be undefeated. Who? <laughs> that is saying something. Hold on. Is, they, is that right? I got Georgia's results here. Has anybody scored more than 17 that Tennessee got? 3 7 13 0 0 10 13 7 6 17. Yeah. 7 0. 18 points in every game, and they're still undefeated. They had three shutouts and one, two, three, four more games, five more games where they gave up a touchdown or less. But these are the numbers. In eight of 12 games, they gave up seven or fewer points. These are the kind of numbers you, you, you heard about, like Alabama in 1963, Leroy Jordan. God, <laughs> Was it the Ole Miss 59 or 60 defense? Yeah, that, that, that's, these are the kind of numbers that those teams put up. This is twenty twenty one points that year. That's yeah. insane. Like, that this, is is 20, insane. this is just twenty twenty one. Everybody can move the football. Not that not El Georgia though. Uh Jeff in Hattiesburg. I really like what Lane Kiffin did. He gave his quarterback one hundred percent of the moment and spotlight. Lane Kiffin is celebrity status and just automatically draws attention. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you'd prefer he be there. That feels like a rationalization. You'd prefer he be there. Absolutely. I mean, is there any other coach? I mean, if Corral was going to the Heisman, would that would that rationale still exist? Well, the you know what I'm a, trying to say. If he's no, going to win, he was going to win. Cameras on the Heisman. I, that's what I'm saying. A few million people watch that ceremony. That's what I'm saying, though. You know, give your quarterback 100 percent of the moment. Nobody would accept that. No, Where's Kiffin? You'd prefer he be there. Yeah. It's the 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 moral posturing that happens in this state on both sides <laughs> over trivial stuff like this always cracks me up. Though I mean, come on. Hey, Dad is so mad he's going to go home and smoke some lasagna. <laughs> it is a lasagna weekend, but it's not getting smoked. 
please just try it. I'm not going to. I love the definitive question that we got here. Uh, this came at 548. Is Arch Manning going to UM or not? Michigan? Seems unlikely. So there, I, I did learn that there are some people that took a recent TikTok video featuring him being asked by possibly a girlfriend or a female that uh, a friend that happens to be Companion. a female if he's going to Ole Miss and he says yes as him committing to Ole Miss. That is not what that yeah. video was. That was him answering the question that a female friend asked him to make her smile in an internet video. There's a That's video of him. There's a video of him saying he's going to Mississippi State out there too. So, yeah. Let's. Why don't we just wait for maybe a graphic on Twitter, a respect my decision kind of thing, and then we'll then we'll know. Let's say an arch tomorrow, wanna, boys. Just say an arch if you want to throw it 600 times. I know a guy. He would throw it a lot in that offense. <laughs> oh my God! It'd be no doubt about it. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. Enjoy your Wednesday evening. We will talk to you tomorrow starting at six minutes after three o'clock in the afternoon. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad and Richard Cross, have a wonderful night. Goodbye. Mississippi Media Production.